Welcome to Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs. At Shouts of Grace Radio, it is our purpose to encourage you to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as a foundation for a genuine relationship with God. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for today's conversation. Hey, welcome back to the program, and we hope you had a wonderful week, a blessed week, and if you are a first-time listener here at Shouts of Grace, we want to say welcome and thanks for tuning in and let you know that we have a website that you can go to, and that is shoutsofgraceradio.com, and there at shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to a number of past episodes, probably um, maybe two and a half years worth, and we have a whole host of topics um, ranging from um, current events, uh, things that are happening in our world, applying a biblical worldview, and then just taking scripture and unpacking them and making sense out of them so they're applicable to our life. And so we hope you enjoy that website. And if you are a return listener, we want to say welcome back and thank you for your support. And always, we want to give a shout out to Key Radio for the use of their studios here in Provo, Utah. Um, If you know anything about Shouts of Grace, you know that we have discussions with different pastors from um, around the state of Utah, around the country. Some are calling in um, on the phone and others are in studio. And so today I have in studio for our Memorial Day weekend episode, a good friend and um, an originator of Shouts of Grace Radio, Pastor Keith Radke from River Community. What's up, my brother? I'm a Shouts of Grace OG. <laughs> You're the OG. I'm a S-O-G OG. OG. <laughs> That's awesome. How's the church going in West Jordan, man? Church is going good. I do feel a little bit like Moses uh, trying to find the promised land. We've we've hopped a couple of venues. Um, you know, with everything that happened in 2020 with, with COVID, you know, we're... Our, our building situation has been fluid, <laughs> let's yeah. put it that way. So pray for us that uh, we can get into something a little bit more permanent. We've, mm-hmm. um, But thankfully, God's been really good. We've had a place to meet every Sunday. Awesome. Um, we've, we've never not had a place to meet. So uh, we're currently at the Viridian Event Center. Uh, they're at the heart of West Jordan City Center. And uh, Lord willing, within the next week or so, uh, we'll have all that nailed down where we're going to be. So riverutah.church is where we're at. Yeah, you know, we not we ought not to despise the days of mobility because the tabernacle was on the move yeah. for, for many years before uh, before Solomon built the temple. And so, um, you know, God God still moves in radical ways, although we'll pray that you guys, as well as us, get a, get a permanent facility. Um, Keith, what I want to do today is, is, you know, this is, this is Memorial Day weekend, and um, I just thought it would be appropriate to um, to kind of look at or honor really the kind of what the core um, of of this holiday is. And so, you know, we we were talking before the show, and you had mentioned that you know a lot of times people get holidays mixed up: Veterans Day, Memorial Day, and, and different things. So, so maybe you can kind of explain what it is, and then um, and then I want to jump into a verse in John fifteen and kind of apply that and look at what its ultimate meaning is. Yeah, well, I, I come from a family that has uh, a couple of generations of military service, and even as a, a young kid, I remember being corrected um, on Memorial Day for thanking a veteran and having that veteran remind me that Memorial Day was not for them. Memorial Day was to remember those who paid the ultimate price, who gave their life, um, you know, defending freedom, defending our country, 
and and making it possible for those of us who are here, those of us who are living, to live in peace and to live in freedom and to live in security. And so Memorial Day is to honor the memory of those who gave their lives in, in wars overseas and 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 just in the service of our country, whether it was combat-related or not. Veterans Day is the day to say thank you to someone who has served our country um, in, in the military. And so I, I think that distinction has always helped me to understand, you know, even when we celebrate a three-day weekend, it, it's, just, it, it's just a natural rhythm for us. You know, oh, we got three days. What are you going to do? The barbecue, the party. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, the 4th of July and Memorial Day are not the same. You know, we, we are to stop and to take a moment to remember those who are no longer with us, to thank God for their service and their sacrifice, and and then to do our best, to do our part, to honor their memory mm. um, by, by living up to the ideals that uh, we have inherited in this country, the ideals of, of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, the fact that, that all people are created equal and in the image of God and that there are certain unalienable rights that are granted to us by our creator and uh, and and to live live those values out. Yeah. You know, I I think a lot of times people particularly in this country, you know, in this day and age, we we live in really tumultuous times mm-hmm. and there's you know, if I can just be frank, there's there's a lot of ungratefulness yes. for service and for sacrifice attached to that service, whether that's those that that go out onto the streets daily to preserve freedom or whether those who um, who are overseas to preserve freedom. And I think what's might have been lost here in, in, in recent years is the idea that freedom isn't free. It has a cost That's to right. it. And and somebody has to pay the cost, right? And, and so I think, um, you know, a grateful heart living mm. in a nation is to understand that for the preservation of freedom to, to take place, that cost does have to continually be paid from generation yeah. to generation. And the second we stop being ungrateful for that, and and, and this isn't about, you know, obviously from, from a biblical worldview, we know that our citizenship is in heaven. We understand that. But I don't, I don't think, you know, we, we, we set our mind on heaven so much that our citizenship is there right. that we just, you know, we're just blind, t- turn, turn a blind eye to mm-hmm. what is good. Because the, the, the reality is our, our country... Um, has some very good and godly principles right. that Absolutely. allows us to 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 share in in a freedom that most of the other world doesn't have, and so that that ungrateful heart, I, I think, is is isn't becoming an epidemic in our country. Yeah, it really is, and it's sad. Um, you know, the way that police officers and other first responders, people in our military, are viewed and treated these days. You know, there's so much of a projection of you know the the political polarization that we're experiencing upon individuals. You know, when you look at at people in any level of service to our country, whether it's locally in our communities or, you know, nationally through through defense, you know, we often project these political views as intent and motive on people. And and it's unfair and it's wrong. And I, I think we need to look at every individual and see that there is something inside of them that could have done anything else. They could have chosen any other path, but instead they rose to a higher calling to serve and to protect and to defend. And, and you know, from, from, from our police officers in our community to medical professionals in our hospitals um, to the military standing guard here and abroad, 
you know, these people could do something else. Mm. But there's something inside them that said, I, I'm going for a time in my life, a season in my life, whether it's a, a four-year enlistment or, or a 20-plus year career. You know, they're making a decision to do what they believe is honorable and noble and, and, and allows them to give back. You know, I, I think of so many people who, who come to our country um, through immigration and they have an opportunity to serve our country in the military. And, and how many of these stories that I've heard personally, but just, you know, you can find them where, you know, they say America gives me an opportunity and I just want to give back, right? Mm-hmm. There's something that says that I, I'm not going to be selfish. You know, I'm not going to just live for myself. I'm going to do something for others and I'm going to do something to show that gratitude that you're talking about. Yeah. And, and I think it's important for us on a day like Memorial Day, and, and, and just as a rhythm of our life, especially as followers of Christ, to see people for who they are, to appreciate the sacrifices that they make, and, and to acknowledge it and to say it, you know, yeah. to say, hey, thank you for your service, and, and to honor the memory of those who gave their lives so we could we can have this, this opportunity that we do. Yeah, Jeremiah 29, 7 says, Pursue the well-being of the city that I have sent mm-hmm. you to. Pray to the Lord on its behalf, for when it thrives, you will thrive. Yes, and and I think I think that's a that's a balance between those who would say, well, you know, our you know God's kingdom is not of this world, and so whatever happens happens. But but God would say, no, you know, pray for that city because here's the thing, you know, in in Jeremiah 18, it, God talks about a nation, right? And He says, when a nation does good. I'm going to do good and bless it and plant it. When a nation does evil, I'm going to stop doing the good. And so, so <laughs> from 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 God's view, yes, there's an individual culpability for what we decide to do with our lives and how we act, but there's also a corporate, there's a national culpability. And I think and I think for for us, we need to understand that that God does care about the nations too, you know, and, and honoring him. And so Keith, um, what I want to do is I want to jump into John chapter 15 and, and I want to read a verse and, and I, th- I think it's appropriate for this weekend In John chapter 15 in verse 12, Jesus says, this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this that someone lay down his life for his friend. And there's two things happening here. There's a command to a specific type of love, and then there's the definition of that love. Talk about how that applies to um, Memorial Day, and then then on the other side of the break, we'll talk about what it's ultimately talking about. Well, God is love, right? We know that that's part of his nature, and he wants and has... Uh, he wants to demonstrate, and he has demonstrated his love for us through Jesus Christ. God's heart is love. He loves those he's made. And he has, in that love, he has a plan for us, you know, of, of joy and of peace and of prosperity, you know. And and when someone chooses to love, whether they believe in God or not, they are partaking in the very best that God has to give, and that is of his very nature, to his creation. Now, just because someone loves someone doesn't mean that they're uh, right with God, but I do believe that it means because we've been Im- made in the image of God, we have the capacity to love, and we have um, the responsibility to love too. And so when a person decides, you know, in peacetime, I'm going to serve my country, they are anticipating 
that things could get bad really quick mm. and that they will have to put everything of their life on hold to 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 respond to that threat to re, to to rush to the defense of our nation and that they also make a conscious choice ahead of time i may die for this i may lose my life for this so when people are interviewed after having experienced you know war and they've gone they've gone to war and and they've returned home and you know they 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 don't often spend a lot of time and you're not going to really see this with someone who gets it. They don't spend a lot of time bragging about themselves. They spend time talking about their friends, those who were in arms side by side, and and they talk about their sacrifice. You know, I had a friend, and he he took the bullet. You know, he jumped on the grenade. Um, he was willing. She was willing to lay down her life so that the rest of us could go home. And and you know that that is a mentality that requires humility. And it requires laying aside our self-preservation, which is so natural for us as human. It is unnatural. And how do we do that? We do that through love. And I, and I believe that God, God has given love as a gift to humanity. And you see that in the sacrifice, in a willingness. It's a, it's a premeditated choice that if the rubber meets the road, if it comes to it, I am willing to sacrifice myself and to give myself up. And then it's just, this is so noble and so honorable and so reflective of God's love for us. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. We will be right back. You're listening to Shouts of Grace with Pastor Steve, the radio ministry of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. For more information about Redemption Hill, you can visit our website at rhutah.church. Shouts of Grace Radio is thankful for the encouragement from Key Radio, reaching Utah with the good news of eternal life from their station in Provo, Utah. Now, let's join Pastor Steve for the conclusion of today's conversation. Welcome back to the program. We are in studio today with Pastor Keith Radke, a good friend of ours, Redemption Hills Churches, uh, the senior pastor at uh, River Community Church in West Jordan. And Keith, before the break, um, we were just talking about um, on this Memorial Day episode, this idea of laying down uh, one's life for his friend, um, passage out of John 15, and how it's how it's practically um, you know, um, seen on Memorial Day and how just the sacrifice of people laying down their lives for ultimately a nation um, without which collectively you wouldn't have the freedoms, you wouldn't have the country that you have today. Um, you know, the wars that were fought um, were, were, were fought in defense of, of, of an idea, you know, that, that you'd mentioned earlier that, that, you know, we, we have certain rights and sometimes you have to fight for those rights. And mm. you see that in scripture as well. Um, God commanding his people to go to war, to fight against an enemy, oftentimes enemies who, who not only had different gods, but just different moral trajectories in life that would bring people into bondage and slavery and, and, and make life harsh, you know, for them. And, and man, that's all over the old Testament. Mm -hmm. And so, so there are things worth, worth fighting for, for sure. Um, Keith in, in John 15, when it says, uh, Jesus says that, um, I want you to love as I have loved you. Um, and he says, and this is the love that greater love has no man than this. And he lays down his life for his friend. Talk about that love that's being demonstrated by Christ, um, which he's obviously alluding to what's about ready to happen to him. T talk about that being the ultimate really fulfillment 
of this and what that means for each of us. And then maybe we can look at practically how we love like that. Yeah, I, I think, um, and I, I don't mean to oversimplify it. I apologize if it sounds like that, but I think it, it, the difference comes down to rights versus responsibility. Where Philippians chapter 2, Paul says that Jesus, though he was in the form of God, he, he had certain rights, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped or, or held onto, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, humbled himself by being obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross, therefore God highly exalted him. Jesus is the the perfect example for us, the perfect model of this in action, of love and action, where I have rights, and I can stand in my rights, and I can be justified and not have to explain that to anyone. And yet I also have a responsibility. And Jesus, as our Savior, his responsibility as God in the flesh and as God's agent to redeem mankind was to become our sacrifice. So where we reflect God's image and where we align ourselves with what God has purposed us for us to do is that we walk a wise uh, road of having rights but choosing what is the responsible thing to do. We have rights, but we choose to do what's right, right? So, so Jesus as he's telling us about the greater love that no one has for you, he doesn't just say, love one another because I told you so. He says, love one another as I have loved you, as I have demonstrated God's sacrificial love, sacrificial um, giving of one's self and giving up of one's rights so that the other person may have freedom, may have life, uh, may have peace. And so the greater love uh, has no one than this, that someone laid down his life for his friends, is that I lay aside my rights and I am willing to sacrifice myself as a demonstration of love. The motive is love. And um, again, I, I, you nailed it right when you just said there's there's such a lack of gratitude for that. I think in Christians, we have a lack of gratitude for the love that God has shown to us. It, it's it's not trying to sell you know some sort of a guilt trip to say we deserve to pay for our own sins. We deserve death. We deserve to be separated from God for eternity because we have sinned and we have broken God's perfect standard of holiness that he created for us to to walk in. And when we see war around us and when we see conflict, you know, sometimes we we take this this high ground of like, you know, well war isn't good and and we shouldn't do all this stuff. It's like, yeah, but sin is the is is the reason uh, 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 humanity separated from God is the reason we have wars, and God works within the framework of our fallenness to accomplish His will. And there are times when war becomes necessary to punish evil and to make things right, right to reward good. And we see that Paul talks about it, just walking the delicate balance of 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 why. A government official, let's just say, why the police officer carries the badge and the gun, why the you know he he referred to it as the sword in Romans. Why why does the military have their weaponry? Why do, why does law enforcement have the tools to uphold the law? Because it's necessary. 
It's necessary because of sin. And there are times where it doesn't make me feel good. It's hard to it's hard to to put grace and war in the same sentence. But God is a just God and God is working through the affairs of men to accomplish his ultimate purpose and there's going to be a day when the injustices will be made right completely. But until then he works justice and and we have to appreciate that when we see people in military service that they are a part somehow of God's work of justice in this world. Yeah, you know, I I, I like the idea that um you know and it's it's just biblical. It's woven everywhere. It's like we war against what is evil. Yes. It, I mean, it's not, you know, we we, we don't appease evil. In fact, the the, the picture that's painted um, you know, in scripture is even within our own selves, there's a war mm-hmm. between what is of God and right. what isn't. And it's very interesting that we are called not to coddle the evil. Yeah. We're called to crucify it. That's We're right. called crucify the flesh, kill it, mortify the body, right? Put it to a violent death. And 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 I think that that idea of what's happening internally mm. with us between our flesh and our spirit it will always work itself outward because the truth is the flesh is not just internalized. It expresses itself in life, Mm. right? With people taking the evil of the heart that isn't killed in the heart and expressing it to society. And so, you know, if you don't fight the war inside and win the war there, you're going to be fighting it Mm. on the outside. Right. And 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 I find that to be true, really Keith in, in every part of life, like this idea that, that we lay aside our own life. We, we lay aside our, our life in marriage. Mm-hmm. If I don't fight the flesh and the impulses of the flesh internally, and I let them out, that war is going to be fought outwardly. Yeah. And the cost is going to be greater because now I'm going to have impacted and affected other people. When I deal with it within me, then what I find is it's the spirit and me. Yes. It's it's that war between between what God wants to do and, and and the damage in that war is really confined to to inside. Yes. The second that I walk according to my flesh and I express it publicly and it goes out and, and it just keeps moving. It goes from family and maybe to society and from society to the nation and to mm. the world. Ultimately what you find is this picture of of what's happening inside of every man. Yes. You're fighting the evil outwardly and people are dying and the cost is great because we didn't deal with it on the inside. And mm. so in the last minute that we have, Keith, just talk about this idea of of conquering the flesh. Yeah in this war and how important it is to lay aside our life for the sake of Christ's life living through us. Ronald Reagan, when he gave a Memorial Day speech in 1982, he said, the United States and the freedom for which it stands, the freedom for which they died must endure and prosper. Their lives remind us that freedom is not bought cheaply. It has a cost. It imposes a burden. And just as they whom we commemorate are willing to sacrifice, so too must we in a less final, less heroic way be willing to give of ourselves. Mm. You know, God wants us to be free. And Jesus said, if the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. In an imperfect way at Memorial Day, we honor those who defend our national freedom, our human rights to freedom. But in the eternal picture, it is a reflection of the ultimate war of life and death, of freedom versus 
bondage. And Jesus is the ultimate Savior. He's the ultimate Amen. one. He said, on behalf of God, I go to lay down my life and to do this to set you free. And, and I think that Amen. is something we should never forget. Amen. Hey, we're out of time for this episode of Shouts of Grace. We hope you have a wonderful Memorial Day and God bless you. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Shouts of Grace Radio, practical conversations from God's Word, hosted by Pastor Steve Pearson. We hope that you have been encouraged to see the Bible as God's source of truth for everyday life and grace as the foundation for a genuine relationship with God. If today's conversation encouraged you in your journey following and learning more about Jesus, we would love to hear from you. You can visit us online at shoutsofgraceradio.com. At shoutsofgraceradio.com, you can listen to all of our episodes, share them online with your friends, and find out more about Pastor Steve. Shouts of Grace is an outreach of Redemption Hill Church in Saratoga Springs, Utah. Thank you again for joining us on today's show. And from all of us at Shouts of Grace, it is our prayer that you would grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. Shout!